The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Songhez Omapete on SAFM. Without trucks, South Africa would come to a standstill and it is at this crisis point where trucks need to deliver all the valuable cargo so that the rest of South Africa and Southern Africa can continue with their day-to-day lives. We talk about the impact of COVID-19 on the trucking business and how they have managed to deliver essentials during this lockdown. We're going to ask Mr. Andrew Mare, the CEO of Innovative Staffing Solutions, as to how best the industry in terms of distributing essentials can first respect the reality of COVID-19 as well as make sure at a bare minimum keep essentials available to people who need the most, thus by extension keeping economies afloat to the extent that they can because already things are tremendously pressured. Good evening, Andrew. Thanks for your time. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, tough times for the trucking business. What can you tell us? I think it's tough times for everybody. But um, yeah, I think the trucking business, especially because um, while we're in lockdown, truck drivers um, have to be out there and they have to be in the danger zone, as we can put it, you know, ensuring that all the essentials that people need to survive is being delivered. Never mind the ordinary dangers that they face outside COVID-19. This COVID-19 puts them especially under danger. The fact that the cargo itself has to be sanitized before it even enters their truck. They drive, what, cross borders, days on end, and get into other countries. How is this being managed? I mean, for instance, when a truck is at the border, do they change drivers? Is the driver required to be quarantined? Or is it purely at this point operating on a trust and faith-based system that whoever's driving the truck is assumed to be safe? Well, I can't speak for other companies. I just know that we at Innovative Staffing Solutions ensure that uh, we give out our drivers all the necessary protection that we possibly can. We ensure that the trucks are disinfected, the drivers have uh, the necessary protective wear that they need to to get through this, and we try and give training and and assist them and, and educate them on how to protect themselves from this virus while still um, driving safely because I mean driving a truck is like <clears throat> excuse me driving a, a, a 50 ton missile down a highway and with everything else in your mind you still have to keep your mind on what the job you're actually doing let's talk about the cross-border aspects to the extent that they affect your organization how have you engaged with the authorities on the other side the border of, of officials both domestic as well as international the governments as well as your commercial partners on the other side are there particular protocols that you have since established for the purposes of making sure everybody is safe and the goods themselves to the extent possible are safe for consumption or for distribution in the market Oh, definitely. I think every government at this stage is putting in such such strict precautions to ensure that, to ensure that we slow the spread of COVID-19. So what we've been doing is we've been ensuring that we follow their procedures along with our procedures. So we try to use double systems with everything to ensure that we, we can deliver goods safely and ensure that um, we also try and stop the spread of this terrible virus that we're facing. There's lots, of course, that can still be done to better the environment for the truck drivers. To the extent that COVID-19 has made you guys aware of the shortcomings in the trucking industry, what can you tell us and which beyond COVID-19 itself is something that you are looking to correct for the purposes of making sure that your most critical asset, your staff, your drivers are safe beyond COVID-19? 
Well, I, I think uh, every day is, is a struggle in, in transport. Uh, there's so many factors. It's not just what our drivers are doing, but, uh, you know, you have to be, you have to contemplate what is happening on the roads, bad road uh, conditions, um, especially cross-border. You have to look at hijackings, the crime rates. Um, we do everything we can. We've implemented a ghost car system to try and help our trucks where needed if they do have a breakdown to keep them safe. Um, mm. We we have, especially with our fuel um, transportation side, um, you know, that's that's like driving cash, if you could put it that way. So um, we, we've put security teams in place to try and assist and help wherever we can. And um, we keep in con- contact with our drivers. We ensure that our fatigue management systems are up to date and that uh, we track our tr- uh, trucks even, even more strenuously than we used to in normal times. So everything is, all of our operations at this moment is turning around, uh, creating even a safer working environment, not just for our drivers, but uh, for the general public as well. Um, uh, and ensuring that uh, that we continue doing this. Uh, education, I think, is one of the most important parts. I don't think a lot of people actually realize how dangerous uh, these times are. Mm. Um, I I read something on Facebook the other day that said we must all remember that criminals then don't find themselves in lockdown. And and I think that's very true. I think a lot of people are making a a misuse of the the government's resources that's being used to uh, to try and safe keep the the public. But um, we have to ensure that the rest is also safe kept. So at this moment, it's crisis control on a 24-hour basis. My operations team is always out there. They're always ensuring that these truck drivers get what they need. Um, we have our medical practitioners online to ensure that if there's a problem or we, anybody shows symptoms or anything like that, that we can help them immediately. Um, we are lucky enough to report that we have luckily, luckily to date not have one um, COVID case within ISS so far. Andrew, the CEO of Innovative Staffing Solutions, talking to us about the trucking industry and how they have had to respond in the times of COVID-2019. We're in conversation with him for a couple more minutes as we try and understand a critical sector that is keeping the economy afloat. Of course, everybody's under pressure, as he had made mention earlier on. Andrew, the global supply chain, of course, is disrupted with a lot of governments simply shutting down. How have your businesses been affected in terms of have you got more work now or have you got less work now? Are you distributing more or are you distributing less? What kind of cargo are you seeing being in greater demand than typically would be in normal times? Well, with legislation as it is at the moment, the only, only cargo we can really transport at the moment is essential. So uh, that includes food and medical and so forth. Um, so I think a lot of the companies... Um, any company in today's time is facing serious difficulties, and I think we're going to see a, a big problem in business within the next few months coming. Um, as for cargoes, yes, I think um, there is a, some some phases for like essential services are definitely cargoing more where the rest can't cargo. Um, if you look at companies that, for instance, would be wood carriers for hardware shops, uh, their operations has to be stopped at this moment because they're not seen as essential services. And and that, I think that's going to be a, a very tough factor that we're going to face in South Africa uh, after this epidemic is passed. 
With the resultant drop in oil prices, would your overheads be greater now or less, at least from the perspective of your long haulage of your essentials? One, and I'm asking this in response to what we have seen happening at retail. Retail prices on essentials as well as non-essentials have shot through the roof. And, of course, those at retail level will tell you it's the supply chain that has hiked their prices. So we obviously have to protect our margins and mm. follow suit. What can you tell us about that? I'm asking this because the Competition Commission, in collaboration with the Consumer Commission, have mm. received some 500 cases in the last couple of weeks reporting essential goods. Some of them, some of them non-essential goods, mm. have just doubled, sometimes tripled in price. Yes, I think that's what happens in any any type of disaster time like we are now. Um, uh, the oil price might have come down, but like you 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 actually say, everything else has become more expensive. So um, we try. Uh, ISS has made a point of not lifting our prices, um, not uh, over marginalizing, and um, continuing business as normal. Um, I think it's it's a terrible state that we t- that we are in the moment. I think everybody is so panic stricken that businesses are trying to protect themselves because they need to stay afloat even through this time. Um, I think. I can't speak to the positive or the negative of that because I think every business owner has a strategy that he follows, whether mm. he follows the right or incorrect strategy, I can't comment on. But um, um, I think that the, for the person, the layperson on the street, I think this is going to have a devastating effect, effect in, the, in the coming months, definitely. And it's precisely on the, uh, in the perspective of the layperson that I asked this question. Why should prices increase? Why should what I was getting two, three weeks ago for 12, 13 rand be something which is now going at a minimum of 50, 60 rand? Well, we must remember with all the ports and the import points being closed down, um, to actually transport goods, the, the routes have become longer. The lines that that um, transport waiting is is longer. So your overheads do shoot up. Your labour costs become more more expensive because we have to ensure that drivers and not just drivers but the workers at the docks and the import points are also protected and. To sanitize and to clean and to ensure that everything is safe also has a cost implication on everything that that drives costs up. So I don't think it's just the supply chain um, uh, effect that's driving prices up, but I think it's a it's it's a it's an epidemic state that's driving prices up because everything's becoming more expensive to protect it at the moment. Oh well, fantastic! Thanks for that clarity. All the best to yourselves as innovative staffing solutions and. May this nightmare really not affect you as much as perhaps it may and is touted to because I don't think you want to be shelling any staff at the end of this, although at times it might very well be the inevitable. Well, we try our best to keep everybody employed. We've always been a fighter of unemployment in innovative staffing solutions. Um, we we are not planning on, on lessening our staff. We definitely, definitely want to keep jobs safe and keep the economy going. So from innovative staffing solutions, we will fight all we can to to keep it business as normal. Excellent. Andrew Maria, thank you so much for your time, brother. Thank you so much, my friend. Have a a good evening. Certainly. You too. CEO of Innovative Staffing Solutions, Mr. Andrew Maria, talking to us about the trucking industry and the challenges they are facing and explaining a couple of concerns, perhaps, which might be going around in South African homes right now. It's 21 hours, of course. It's time for news. Good evening.